Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Greetings and welcome to another episode of Canadian History X. If you like, you can support the podcast for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. You can also donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate, or you can go to buymeacupofcoffee slash CraigU. All of these links are also in my show notes. And for people who donate, I have various levels of benefits. For $5, you get a thank you at the start of the next episode of Canadian History X, Canada's Great War, and from John to Justin, and on social media. For $10, you get everything from the $5, plus this episode is sponsored by, with your name at the start. Also, I'll state it's sponsored by you on social media. For $20, everything from the $5 and $10, plus a second episode sponsored by you and promotion of something you're working on. And for $50, everything from the $5, $10, and $20, plus you get to choose a topic for me to cover on Canadian History X. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram and TikTok where I put up daily videos about Canada's history. Just go to my username, Bairdo37. And you can find weekly videos on Canada's history on my YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com slash C slash Canadian History X. If you want to find transcripts of every episode I've ever done, you can go to my website, CanadaEHX.com. And there's over 700 posts on Canada's history there. The area of Gibbons, sitting along the Sturgeon River, was an important stopping place for the indigenous. The bountiful game, both in the river and around it, made it a prime place for camping to obtain supplies and food. The river also afforded a quick way to travel down to the North Saskatchewan River in the south, which linked many trading networks of the indigenous in the Canadian prairies. The area was primarily the territory of the Cree, who would hunt bison who came up north in the summer. This provided the Cree with many things they needed to survive the year. Eventually, a new group, the Métis, would come into the area and begin to create their own culture in the Gibbons area. In April of 1892, a man named William Reynold Gibbons decided that it was time to head west from Ontario with his wife and their three sons. They loaded everything they owned into a boxcar and left by train. Arriving in Calgary on May 12, 1892, They wanted to venture north, and they would board the first train to ever travel between Calgary and Edmonton on the new line. One interesting fact about this was that the construction of the line was not entirely complete, and the Gibbons family, along with other passengers, assisted by laying the last ties and rails. 
This allowed the train to reach the new station in the Edmonton region. The family then ventured north by cart, taking everything they owned, and they would take a parcel of land along the Sturgeon River where they built their first home. Around that home, a community would grow, named for the first family to settle there. The land that their home sits on is now the Gibbons Municipal Office. By the 1920s, the community was thriving with Judge Taylor and A.J. Hills having two large ranches in the area with over 500 head of cattle. Other farmers were highly successful with over 100 hogs and large herds of livestock as well. Two sons of W.R. Gibbons still lived in the area at this point, farming along with a grandson. At this same time, Joseph McLean, who was an early pioneer, had spent over 22 years on the municipal council and 15 years as the reeve of the M.D., He also spent 30 years on the school board and 11 years as the postmaster. Needless to say, he was well known in the community. I'd like to take a break away from the episode for a second to talk about ExploreNet. I spent most of my life living in rural areas in Canada, and I remember the days of dial-up internet and spotty high-speed service. For the past three years, I have been a customer of ExploreNet, and I can honestly say that it is the best rural internet I have ever had. My job as a podcaster means I spend a lot of time researching online, interviewing people over Zoom, and uploading content. Through it all, ExploreNet has provided me with excellent service. When I'm not working, I enjoy streaming content on several streaming platforms, and even doing some online gaming with a friend in Ontario. ExploreNet allows me to do all of that with ease. Right now, they offer up to 50 megabits per second on their new LTE network with unlimited data. Their service has only become faster and better since I first signed on. Today and beyond, ExploreNet is investing in building and upgrading the network at a rapid pace. ExploreNet is rural, and that is their route, and that is their focus. For more information about rural internet options in your area, go to ExploreNet.com or call 1-866-285-2253. In 1921, the railroad arrived in the area and provided three regular trains per week each way to Edmonton. Mail service was also three times per week. There was also a two-room school that had been enlarged and had 70 students in it, which showed the thriving nature of the community. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. On February 22, 1922, a terrible fire struck the Mercantile General's store in the community. Discovered by the manager of the store, who lived above it, as smoke came through the floor, he sounded the alarm and the community quickly got to work to save the building. Before long, the building was engulfed in flames and the heat was so intense it was cracking windows on the General's store across the road. 
Thankfully, the area around the store was vacant and only the store was destroyed, causing $10,000 in damages. It was believed that the fire started in the basement. The severe cold and lack of water in the nearby wells was to blame for the loss of the building, despite the efforts to save it. Another fire hit the community on January 28, 1939, when the meat market was engulfed in flames, which spread to the blacksmith shop. The cause of the fire was not known, but residents fought the fire for two hours in order to save the surrounding buildings. Thankfully, no one was hurt in the blaze, but it did cause $10,000 in damages. The meat market had full insurance, but the blacksmith shop was not covered. For more than a quarter century now, the McLeod Creek Farm has been operating outside of Gibbons, but it is not an ordinary farm. It is a farm you can visit to see how things are done, and it also has several livestock breeds that are rated as rare or endangered by Rare Breeds Canada. Many of these breeds cannot be seen in large quantity anywhere else in Western Canada. Some of the breeds include Shetland Sheep, Newfoundland Ponies, Dexter Cattle, Indian Runner Ducks, and Pilgrim Geese. The farm operates throughout the year, and in the summer months, an average of 8,000 people come out to see the farm, animals, and even ride a pony. Also nearby to Gibbons, you will find Jurassic Forest. On this 40-acre site, you can see what the land was like 250 million years ago when it was populated by dinosaurs. With walking trails that take you through the area, you can see an Albertosaurus in the woods and over a dozen other large animated dinosaurs that are hiding in the forest and triggered by motion sensor as you approach. Some of the dinosaurs include a Stegosaurus, Triceratops, and of course the king of them all, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. The entire site has old growth forest that has been preserved through the years, with boardwalk trails making it easy to navigate. There's also a mini golf course and an active learning park, and Jurassic Forest is open throughout the summer months. Finally, if you want to learn more about the history of Gibbons, then a visit to the Gibbons Museum is in order. Run by the Sturgeon River Historical Society, there are several historical buildings at the site that have been moved to the museum grounds and preserved for future generations. Some of the historic buildings include a functional windmill, a display of antique machinery, picturesque gardens, and many artifacts from the history of the community. The McLean Brothers store, which was built in 1920 and sat on Main Street in Gibbons, is now part of the museum. Everything in the store is dated to the 1920s, as it would have looked a century ago. The McWhirter House, which sat on a nearby farm, was built in the 1940s, and it would be moved to the museum grounds in 1986. Today, it features items from the 1940s, including a cast iron stove. I hope you enjoyed that short episode about Gibbons, Alberta, and if you did, please leave a rating and review. If you like, you can email me at craig at canadaehx.com. You can find me on Twitter. My handle is Craig Baird, C-R-A-I-G-B-A-I-R-D, and I'm on Instagram at Bairdo37. As well, again, if you want to support the podcast, you can for as little as $3 a month. Just go to patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. And you can donate to the podcast by going to CanadaEHX.com and clicking donate. I'd also like to thank all of my wonderful patrons, and I apologize if I get any names incorrect. Wendy Mills. Keelan Pregnitz. Michael Matthews. Joanna Parker. Jeff Dahl. Vobs. Robert Page. Richard D. Colin Johnson. Jeff Hershey, Kyle Murray, Steve Pakin, Matthew Gartho, Lionel Romaine, Dr. Bob Turner, an anonymous patron that I truly do appreciate, Randy Hayden, Doug Campbell, Reg W., Deborah Carlson, Francis Helbling, Nick Zinri, 
Shannon Marshall, Clinton Martinez, Dimitri Chauve, Aaron O'Hara Myers, Robert Dunseith, Todd Casey, Catherine Roy, Luke S., J.P. Bear, Jason Hall, Phil Maynard, and Iris Gray. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time.